Hey guys, it's Mary Jo. I'm here with Rob on Front Row Live. You just signed with the label, which is so exciting. Um, how did this come about for you? Did you reach out to them? Did they reach out to you? Like, what was this experience like for you? Hmm, Audrey, would you like to answer that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so basically, I was posting videos on TikTok, yeah. and then they found me. Well, okay, Audrey and Kelly, my managers, found me, and then they kind of pitched me over to Atlantic. Right. So. Yeah, I think Audrey kept hounding, have you listened, Adam? Oh, wait, I don't know if I can say the A&R's name. Well, she was basically hounding the A&R's, like, did you listen? And then they were like, oh, my gosh, get her in her for a meeting. And we had a meeting, and then magic happened. <laughs> so this all started from TikTok, social media, which is, like, blowing up for a lot of artists today. Um, is, this a, is this an avenue that you thought that you could eventually be discovered through, or is this something that you were just doing because it was fun to create TikToks for yourself? No, I wanted to be a realtor since I was in first grade. I was really closeted when I was singing, and then I started posting on uh, Twitter first and then TikTok, and then as like Audrey and Kelly, my managers found me, Idol found me too, so then we ended up doing one of the shows because they all reached out and originally I said, no, I'm too scared to sing for like America's Got Talent for Idol. Yeah. And then I ended up doing that, which kicked me out the bird's nest. And then I was like, okay, I can do it now that I did that. Whoever, who, who grows up wanting to be a realtor? I do. <laughs> I've never heard that ever. Oh, yeah, I, I had a friend and she had a really, like, her mom was just really glamorous. Uh -huh. And I found out what she did, and I was like, I want to do that. So I started working in real estate at, like, 15. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> is an inside sales, well, a cold caller. You've, yeah, you've got, <laughs> you've, got, you've got a big life. Uh, you've already done so much in your life, and you're so young. I guess. <laughs> I'm hoping, well, never mind. I was going to make a joke about maybe it's, you know, going to cut off soon. So I'm trying, but I'm like. Let's not cut it off soon. <laughs> Let's not make that joke. So you just signed to Atlantic, as mentioned, and you just dropped your debut single. Um, you've had music previously, but what was it about this song, Love Fools, that you felt like was the perfect like introduction uh, to this like new world of music for you? I think all my songs that have been doing well on TikTok, like cover-wise, were the ballads. So I think everyone was kind of anticipating that being my first song. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I don't know, I guess it just felt like the right first song. We want to build up to the other ones, too, so stripped piano bagel seemed like the way to go so take me into that studio session like what was that writing process like um what did you how did you start writing the song was this like a melody that you had in mind was it a lyric that you had in mind like what what kick-started it okay so i'm not gonna lie bo bailey my friend was sitting in his room on the piano and he calls me he's like oh my gosh mary joe like come in, we have this, like, idea for you. Like, because he wanted to write a Mary Jo song. He'll sit down and just, like, start something. Yeah. And so then he started the chorus, and then I went over and we finished the rest of the song and just kind of, that he just had this idea. And then I tweaked the melody on the chorus, but then we wrote the whole thing together. Like, there was one part where he went down, but I think, you know, we have different ranges, so I just naturally went up and then there's a few, yeah. What was that? Uh, what was that chemistry like between the two of you when you guys were like actually recording the music? Oh my gosh, there's like videos of in the studio. Everyone was like, "Oh," because we were excited that it worked. <laughs> that was it. You mentioned like the the he was going he was going low when you were going high. Like, what were some of the challenges, especially in the chorus? Like, why would you say, why did you say the chorus was something challenging for you? Oh my gosh, because the melody just changes so much. Like, it's so complicated, but it's really fun to sing and getting it all in one breath. I still struggle to do that. I still struggle to do that. And Bo just like whipped it out. He could just do it. So at least you know he could coach me through that. <laughs> 
What did you learn about yourself during this process? Like, especially like hitting those notes and, and those different vocal ranges that you gave us throughout this song. That I like weird melodies in my songs and I would like to continue that to be a pattern. I think they're more fun. It's a plot twist. I like when there's a plot twist in a song and a lot of the times it comes from a weird melody. So, yeah. Lyrically, like how did that happen for you? Um, was this after you and Bo kind of started working on the instrumentation of the song or is this something that you already had in mind, like the lyrics and the kind of topic and tone that you wanted to go with? He had already had like just part of the chorus, I want to say, like down with the lyrics and the melody and then we kind of just built around that. From, we took our friend situations that were happening, like our situations, and then kind of just made a story through that. Yeah. When you do something like that as an artist, like how do you put yourself in that story? How do you put yourself in that experience? Mine was weird because I feel like the only relationship I had was like six years, and it was in high school. And I it was, long relationship. I know, and I'm only 21. <laughs> but basically, like I wouldn't. Like I said earlier, you've lived a life. <laughs> yeah, you live, literally. I'm gonna have like 10 lives before I die. <laughs> but um, I never really had a toxic relationship, I guess, because I've been like I haven't experienced it yet. There's still time. <laughs> but so I've just kind of pulled from all my friends' experiences and then theirs and. But I have had some, like, friendships that have been, like, a little rocky. So I took even just, like, putting yourself in the position of being in every situation that you could be that's toxic and then just, like, singing it. And yeah. I think that really helped me, like, just connect with the song. And a lot of people from, like, whatever age, I think at some point in your life you go through a toxic relationship. So hopefully the song could be timeless. Right. I, I think it could be. Um, and it's just crazy that you haven't gone through that experience because you listen to the song and you give me that emotion like I feel the emotion as you're singing it and I feel like that's so hard to do thank you I just kind of like do I just sit there and then like think about like everything that goes on and then I just like do it and just however it like sings out is like obviously in the moment how I'm feeling about that or whatever I'm thinking so I just kind of go with it what would you say was a favorite moment uh in the recording process and what would you say was a challenging moment aside from the chorus as you mentioned earlier yeah um there's a video of us all sitting like sitting in one of the vocal rooms oh my god <laughs> the vocal <booth. laughs> the artist. The artist she says she's an artist but i think she's a realtor <laughs> i think so too but um we were sitting in there and they were just kind of letting me ad lib and there's like a big note at the end where it's like like you it doesn't sound like that <laughs> the likes like super big that's the original yeah, version the original. <laughs> you guys just got a sneak peek <laughs> um so yeah and we captured it and everyone was like oh my gosh like that's what we're gonna do so then it ended up changing and being like the biggest part of the song um the most challenging i think getting it all in one breath i know that's already the course but i think also finding a way to deliver it where in a way that when i sing everyone can relate to and not just think about like relationships even though it's obviously relationship heavy focus but, like everything else like a way that people can just like hone themselves in yeah well i, th I think you can like make your own kind of story with the song to you it might be about relationships to us it might be about something else control is a good example because control sounds like it is part of a relationship story yeah. but like when i'm listening to it and like you're talking about losing control i like i could think of it as maybe like mental health where you're trying to mm -hmm. like lose control of that or or you know for anyone else that's like struggling with drugs or anything like that yeah. like so it can go so many different ways i haven't even thought about it like that you're deeper than I am. <laughs> Next time we'll write a song together and then we'll figure that out. <laughs> but you know, the, the di microphone. perfect, I'll bring two. So you have one and I'll have one. <laughs> Sweet. So the dynamics like that, when you're creating so like different music, 
um, it still kind of sounds like it's part of one big story. Uh, like if you were to say, I'm going to drop an album and put these songs in there, it sounds like they're cohesive. For you as an artist, do you think about that when you're writing music or when you're when you're recording music? Yeah, because we've been trying to really hone in on my sound, and we were going a bunch of like ballady routes. Well, first we I thought I wanted to be a bubblegum pop artist, so we had a song. Can, am I allowed to say what it's called? Just because it's show it's, it was called Unicorn, <laughs> but very bubblegum. No, but it was actually really good. But then I realized okay, that might not be like my like route completely. Mm-hmm. And then we did a ballad, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like. I want to go like this Lewis Capaldi route. And now we've really started to hone in on like getting like more up tempo and like powerhouse because it's like, I want like that Kelly Clarkson thing where you can just like scream in your car, but it's still, like a little up tempo. Yeah. So yeah, I think we're just still just really honing in on everything, which is fun because then we can all kind of do it together like with the journey, like all the fans can watch and you can see like how what you end up liking and what people like, yeah. if that makes sense. It does. And I feel like it's been, it's kind of challenging for you to have these experiences like idol and then TikTok and then now you know getting signed on a major label and trying to kind of like know who you are as an artist just because those are all three different experiences yeah. uh different types of fans TikTok can bring you all walks of life um so having those experiences how did you kind of know how did you keep yourself kind of together and like kind of know like this is because you said it earlier he was trying to write a Mary Jo song so how did you know this is a Mary Jo song I think they just know my voice so well. Like that team, like with Bo and Logan, it's Logan's the producer, is just they. I think Logan even had a vision kind of for me before I had it, like before I knew. So going into the studio and writing the songs, I, I think it just naturally like happened. I think it was all the people around me and my team because we had thought like about the bubble gum. And I remember like pop star, and then I remember I was sitting in my car outside of C-Bars in Cleveland on FaceTime with them. And they're like, Mary Jo, why aren't we honing in on these big songs, like big ballady songs when that's like, you know, what your TikTok's about, what you enjoy singing, what you like to do. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Audrey, Kelly, you guys are so right. And then, yeah. So those were kind of the two things. Sorry. <laughs> During the recording process, how would you say that Logan allowed you to step out of that comfort zone? Um, that, you know, I'm sure it's it's hard to find that. Like we were talking about it earlier where it's like, on TikTok, for example, where you find something that works and you want to stay with it. But then, like, as an artist, you want to, like, find that something that works, stay with it, but also still kind of evolve within it, every new single. So how did he allow you to, to kind of step out of your comfort zone? Logan and I have a very interesting relationship, and I think that needs a documentary because just how we, like, talk to each other. We could just kind of yell at each other like siblings where he's like, go, bitch. Like, just sing it. Just do it. And I'm like... <laughs> people are going to see that and be like, oh, no, but it's not like that. It's okay. <laughs> but I think just being so comfortable with each other mm-hmm. and, like, we we just, like, got really comfy really quickly. And I think that's, like, big notes in other sessions. Sometimes I'd be scared and feel like I couldn't do it. It would be, like, a middle block. But in that room, I think just having a friendship with them, just automatically I just felt comfortable. I think it was just the situation. Like, I think just naturally we all felt comfortable. So I learned that I could do a lot more with them. Now, to close us off with Love Fools, which is out now, what would you say is your proudest moment from this song? Probably just the the whole thing. Like, that, just that everybody can relate to it in some way. And just the, how, like, hearing the demo version versus now and how hard, like, everybody worked on it. Like, writers, producers, my team, my ours, like, everybody just, yeah. How much work went into it, I think, is the proudest. Yeah. If that's a good answer. 
was. It is a good answer. It's a great track. Uh, congratulations. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Actually, let's do that one again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great track. I really, I really enjoy it. I think it's a, a great introduction to the world um, for those that haven't heard you before. Um, and I'm excited that you didn't go to be a realtor. I'm, I'm glad that you're doing music. So yeah. thanks for hanging out with me. Congratulations with the signing. Congratulations with the new single. And uh, you and I are catching up again soon. Heck yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You guys be sure to check out Mary Jo. New single, Love Fools, is out now. Thanks for watching here on Front Row Live. Bye.